Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, and Jordan. This week, we're going to be taking a look at How to Be a Human Being by Glass Animals, released in 2016, and it was picked by me, Jamie. Um, I chose this album because I was kind of, if I remember correctly... It's been a while since we've recorded an episode, but I think I was searching for an album to do, and I was between two, and then I listened to this one randomly, and then this was a definitive choice. Um, I was wondering if you were in your indie feels. I, I wasn't. I'm pretty sure I was listening to like Manchester Orchestra and Drive By Truckers, and then... Oh, wow. Uh, you threw this in the mix? Yeah, this came on, or... For some reason, I listened to this and I was like, oh, no, I'm definitely going to do this one. So, <laughs> I don't know. It was a weird time. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's just kind of how I chose it. Um, all right. So, we just had a bit of a technical difficulty, but we are back now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, had you guys, had you guys, I guess, how familiar were y'all with the Glass Animals? Um, well, I'll start. Uh, they just came out with a new album, right? Mm-hmm. Dream. So, I've seen some people posting about them online, and I think yeah. I, you can do that little like Instagram thing with music, where you can like hear like a little snippet of it. And I think I heard a yeah. little snippet of it with the one with Denzel Curry in it called uh, "Tokyo Drifting," and I really like that song. So I I do listen to that song a lot. But uh, as far as um, like their other music, I don't really I don't really listen to any of it but I've, I've seen them being posted about a lot so i knew they're a pretty popular band amongst the teenagers you know yeah i got gotcha. you um yeah this is their this is their second album their first album is called zaba and that one has i think it's their most popular song according to spotify uh, right. called gooey um Dude. and I then know. this album was their second one came out in 2016 and then they took like a four year four years off i don't know like the cause behind it um but then this year i think in august it was they came out with their um their newest album called dreamland and it's really good interesting uh yeah in tokyo drifting it was actually a single that they then put on the uh they then put on the album cut I mean, it was a good single, so. Yeah, and I think they, they released a few, because I started listening to them probably, like, a couple years ago, so, like, after their first two albums came out, and I think it was about the time they were starting to put out singles for Dreamland. Um, I think they put out Heat Waves, Tokyo Drifting, and they might have put out, like, the song Dreamland as a single, too. Um yeah, that's where I kind of had started checking them out. Okay, so we are back. Hopefully our technical difficulties have been resolved. Um, Nick, how familiar were you with Glass Animals before this week? Uh, just what you showed me. I hadn't really looked into um, like any of their music by myself. I think the only song I occasionally listen to by them without you playing it was probably Tokyo Drifting. And um uh yeah. But I was I like this album more than I thought I was going to because I, I never really checked them out because whenever you would play them I was like, yeah, this is good, but it's not like something I would throw on, I don't think. But I, I really did enjoy it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Bro, I'm 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 all over their stuff. Like mm -hmm. all I know three... you really like them. Yeah, they, like I chose this album but then I've been really like listening to all of their music over the last week. And I actually, I really like all of it. Like, I like every song that they've put out, I think. Um, <laughs> <Hell> ever? <laughs> so far, yeah. Jesus. I think the one I've listened to probably the least is the one they have with Joey Badass, but it's still good. Wow. Well, that's probably good. I love Joey um, Badass. Yeah, that's a, I think it's just a single, though. Yeah. Well, I know that it's not on any of the albums, but it's, 
I'm pretty sure it's not on an EP. It's just its own thing. Sorry, um, funniest thing ever is this dude, sophomore year of high school, was like, dude, Joey Badass was so cool. And I'm like, he was like an under, like literally so underground at that point. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I think I like made fun of him or something. I was like, yo, dude, what the hell? Like, this is, this is dumb. Why are you, why are you listening to this guy? <laughs> and now look at him. Right. I, I got into Joey Badass from, uh, he did like a guest spot on Mr. Robot on the show. Yeah. And oh shit, really? Yeah. And um it I thought it was just gonna be a guest spot, but he plays a pretty major role in the in the second oh, season. Shit. And he kinda shows up like throughout the rest of the show. And uh and I saw that and then I listened to uh I think it's still his newest album. I don't think he's come out with a project since it, but it's called All American Badass. And I remember yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's a good I album. remember hearing about that coming out. I've never really checked out any of his like personal work. I literally I think the most I've heard him is listening to the Glass Animals song that has a minute. Yeah, he gets a little he gets a little prophetic, kind of like Run the Jewels. I, I like it. Oh, cool. Yeah, he, I he mean, gets I, big I'd into society stuff and then. stuff. Yeah, probably checking his stuff. I'd probably like it. Um, but yeah, so then so then kind of going in, knowing Tokyo Drifting because that's all three of their albums. Oh, I got yeah. to sneeze. Ooh, well, I see. Um. Yeah, kind of all three of their albums have very distinct, different sounds and styles. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, being familiar with Tokyo Drifting, this one's a little different than that. Not as different as Zaba would have been. Um, Zaba I mean, is like this weird fantasy world thing. <laughs> and that's the first album they ever put out, right? Yeah, that's their that's their first, uh, first big album. Gotcha. Um, and then this is their second in Dreamland. Their new one, obviously. Their third. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so so what did you guys think of of how to be a human being, kind of just in a general sense, after listening to it? I thought it was very magical. I think that's the best. Okay, I can see it. The best description I can put of it. Yeah. It was very magical. It was pretty awesome, though, too. Um, nice. It's... It, I don't know how to describe it. it. Had like a like a dreamland effect, kind of. Yeah, it's that's kind of all their stuff. It's got like this weird like etherealness to it, where it, yeah, it feels like you're kind of being transported somewhere else. I mean, it was definitely more uh, on the. I mean, not more. It is electronic music, right? Um, which is, I guess, I wouldn't say like uh, like how do I put the you, you, you guys. Jamie, this is like something I know you do like, but you would like, you guys like more. Maybe I, I don't want to say you guys like it more. You know, I don't want to put opinions in your face, but you guys uh-huh. also like, uh, like very uh, instrumenty type music. I don't know how to. Do, I don't, how, yeah. <laughs> how do I say this? Like you guys like actual hearing like instruments and stuff, right? Right, right. Um. So this is why, like, this is this is very electronic, like very mm-hmm. electronic. But I enjoyed it for the most part. But I gotcha. It has a lot of interesting sound effects mixed in with yes. some conventional instrumentation too. And I do like I, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, I think this album has the most like distinct conventional instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a lot of like drum and stuff on other ones, but this is the one that to me in my head when I think of the three albums. This one has the most like that's a guitar yeah. playing guitar <laughs> stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, there is also like really weird synth going on throughout the whole thing, um, and like other stuff being used instead of traditional instrumentation. But like, this is the one that there's the most like groundedness to the instrumentation. I think. Um. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, did you guys? ever pick up that every song is about a different character on the cover no never i i wouldn't have if i didn't read it on genius but yeah uh, it's it was it was told to me and i was like oh that's really neat yeah it uh yeah also listening to it i mean i kind of like listening like seeing an album cover like that and then hearing distinct songs in my head i was like this might be i like i had kind of a hunch about it but Mm -hmm. then like i i couldn't have like actually figured out who respond who corresponded to what song 
Yeah. Uh, except for like, you know, looking at uh, back when you know Tumblr was still relevant. Um, <laughs> whenever they came out with the album, they would like have an image of the character and then put like the hashtag, the song name, and then if you watch like. They made music oh, okay. videos for nine of the songs, and if you look oh, at the wow. music videos, it kind of like it has really? the the predominant character featured in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a, I saw a thumbnail for the youth music video, and it had the the little kid on on like the the big wheel on the front of the album. He was like in the music video, and that was one thing that clued me in. I was like, oh, well, yeah. So the um, maybe there's something. So I guess. To- yeah, we can we can yeah, so that's uh, that's a really cool thing. And then actually was kind of like the intention of this album. Zabo was like just them making some weird like fantasy land thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then this one it was kind of inspired by different stories that the band had been told by people as they've like toured around and stuff. Gotcha. And that's kind of what they heavily drew um the inspiration on for the people. Um, so on my notes, next to every song, I wrote down who, uh, which characters was. So I'll be going through that as well. Um, really? Yeah. So do you, do you guys have any more overall things before we start to get down, get into the nitty gritty? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Um, yeah. So I have something. Actually, I have something written down for every track. Um, but so the first track, "Life Itself." Um, I really like the background rhythm of the drums that's throughout like the entire song. It makes you feel like I don't know. There's something enchanting about it. Yeah, no, no, that's like what, a snake charmer or something. Yeah, that, that. Sorry, that's just what I wanted to say. Like that's that's like the magical feeling. I was kind of mm-hmm. like enchant. Like enchant is a good word, also. Yeah, but, like magical and like it just. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so life itself, the character is the like the nerdy science guy on it, on the cover. He's in the he's the the rightmost guy. Uh, he's holding gotcha. like a model rocket ship. Because um, mm-hmm. it's kind of about this like loner guy who's like kind of cast out by society, so he just chills in his uh like room or basement or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, but- I also musically i like the whenever the chorus so it's the singer dave it's just his voice for most of the song but then in the chorus sections um they have other voices come in and it's just a really good chorus effect yeah i do i do like that part come back down to my knees gonna get yeah there's also i like kind of there's like a little like a, a micro dose of bass drop micro um, <laughs> between the verse and the chorus sections that, that's a really cool like sound clip there there were a couple of bass drops on this uh album not to like obviously not on this song or not that much on this song but anyway sorry yeah sorry yeah I'm, no they they definitely like I do it's, like it. It's more, and that's that's kind of characteristic for a lot of the stuff they do. There's more like, I guess it's like more bass droppy than you would expect to hear in Skrillex most music that's not like <laughs> house music. Yeah, I know. But their stuff always, it kind of, I don't know, it makes me think a little, it like borders on electronic and house as well as just like indie shit. True. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I guess next on the album is Youth. Uh, and that's the woman in the orange skirt that's to the left of the photographer. And then also the kid on the big wheel is kind of okay. the characters for that song. Um, the kid on the big wheel? Yeah, yeah. Like at the center of the album, it's like yeah, the yeah, kid yeah, on yeah, the trike. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I, for, I didn't even realize there was a kid on there. I didn't even realize. Like, I yeah, don't know why, yeah. but I just, I just look over. His head gotcha. is perfectly placed right in that cameraman's crotch. Also, um, well, <laughs> in front of it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, the the intro to this song honestly makes me feel like a little like an MGMT song.
I think he just the you don't hear too many songs that have that sound that's like it sounds kind of like it might be at a playground or something except for like kids <laughs> by <laughs> yeah. MGMT. Uh, yeah. yeah, that just kind of was a was a little thing I had. But I really like the chorus of the song. Me too. I like the sound of it and then just kind of the, like make like the lyrics feel a little like carefree because it's like the the mom like you know talking about wanting the kid to be able to just do kid shit and like be a child and have fun in youth um i also like like the flutes a lot or like whatever that like you know high-pitched kind of thing is Yeah, are you? So I have it written down. It's like in the background. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, wait, let me listen. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that that's actually that might not be it, but I know. But I so I wrote down that I thought that part was really cool. I like that throughout the whole song. Um, but I learned from an NPR interview with Dave, the like lead singer and frontman, that. Apparently, a lot of that is he sampled an owl, like <laughs> an owl. How, how do you say it? Like it's not cooing because it's an owl, but coo, coo. making Actually, like, it might sounds. Be coo. But it's an owl making noise, and then he took that and sampled it into like a synth, and so a lot of it is him playing as like an owl sounds throughout it. Oh, like I said, man, they just, they just got a lot of. They just got a lot of weird stuff. It sounds like it, it sounds like a windpipe though. Like it sounds like a yeah. like a piped instrument. Right. Yeah. And so that that might not be that. But he said okay. that, he didn't say specifically, but a lot of the synth sounds in it, if it sounds a little like an owl to you, it's because it might be. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, interesting. But yeah, I definitely I like that sound throughout. It it kind of it sounds like it's revolving the entire song. It's really cool. Um do you guys have anything else on youth you wanna add? I like the um, the guitar that they layer over in the verses. It sounds, uh, again, don't know a whole lot about keys and chords, but it sounds kind of minor key. It adds like a layer of a layer of moodiness to the verses that gets lifted up when the when the instrumentation of the chorus comes in and like makes everything feel okay. I kind of I feel like a lot of the choruses on this album are just very well crafted. Like yeah. The he like he he's got a really good formula down when it comes to nailing and the instrumentation of choruses and making them feel like larger than life, you know. Right. Yeah, that's that's something that they do well on with cuz I think I think Dave he makes a lot of the beats and does like uh you know like producing on the albums as well mm-hmm. and that's something that he just has a really good ear for is like the soundscapes they create are always so like full and rounded. Yeah. And just full of like really good depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I think it might be my f- one of my if it's not it might be my favorite song on the uh on the album actually yeah it's a good one it's a top one for me it's probably easily in the top five yeah it's really good um i know it's not number one that one's later for me uh, <laughs> but i i really like it yeah um so i guess so next is season two episode three which i actually felt a little cool about this one because before i read it on genius i was like 
I was pondering. I was like, why is this one named that? And then I was like, wait, it's their second album and the third song. Uh, I was like, yo, big brain shit. And then I went on Genius and it was like there. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. But I was like, yo. I told Vic. I I felt proud. And she was like, okay. (laughs) I was like, damn. 6,000 IQ. Yeah, I, I really like, I don't know. I enjoy this one. It's kind of like a... The whole song just feels kind of like a fever dream mm-hmm. from like the lyrics. Like if you listen to the lyrics, it's just like really weird stuff. You know, talking about like cookie as a coaster. You're scrolling through your phone wearing clothes three days over. Yeah, I like I like my girl eats mayonnaise from a jar while she's getting blazed. Right. And I really like the like old arcade cabinet sounds that are used as like the beat and mm-hmm. different stuff throughout it. It's like sound effects to just be listening to music here um oh oh uh the character is the like indie looking girl in the blue sweater that's at the bottom left i think she's actually yeah she's holding a controller in the album cover um gamer girl or something i think she's got an old game boy is what it looks like Game again, they're like they're different covers, and I don't really know what the different covers are for, but there are a few different variants. Um, like one of them, the guys, the guy in the center is taking the picture, and another one, he's just oh, got the cameras on his shit. neck, and then in one of them, the guy in the speedo is wearing a, a business suit instead. What the? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, Interesting. Yeah, do you guys have anything else for season two, episode three? Uh, not particularly. You talked about the the Nintendo sounding noises. I, I really enjoyed those. Yeah, this one was a little more uh, uh a little more low key. And I like yeah. more of those songs with like the you know crazy bass drop or like right weird sound. The the beat the beat I, I still like the beat a lot, but uh, yeah, not 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 too much to say about this one. Yeah, it honestly to me it kind of like the song feels like how it's kind of being described as just like this weird, like kind of lazy ish carefree thing. Um, yeah. So I guess next we've got pork soda, which is, oh, I just dropped my phone. Um, yeah. Wh- yeah next is pork soda, names. which is, um, it's the guy. It's like the, not the basketball player, but the other black guy on the cover who's got like the uh kind of like the grandpa clothes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um And so then the name I think pork soda is an actual thing, but the the name actually comes from um a woman at one of their shows had like just a really cool tattoo that was like a a stick figure pig and it said pork soda and Dave was like, Oh, that's really cool. I really like that tattoo. <laughs> and then yeah. the the chorus and the, the like pineapples are in my head. Hey, 
that was like the ramblings of a homeless guy outside of a show. He was just kind of like how Cage the Elephant got their name from a homeless guy. Yeah. Uh, they were like, they just walked by some guy and he was talking to someone and saying like, he doesn't know what he actually said, but he thought he said the pineapples are in my head or something like that. And then, he, and then they just that just kind of stuck with him. He said, all right, pineapples in head. Got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I I, actually, I really like the, the song. The whole song, though, it makes you feel, it's like a super trippy feeling. Yeah, to me, that's what I said. It's like magical, trippy, like enchanted. It's like it's like yeah. otherworldly. Their music is otherworldly. Yeah, um, I really like the bass in the background. It's kind of throughout the entire song, um, and I like the the chorus. I don't know. It just it makes no sense, but it just it's fun to listen to and say. <laughs> um, after the first verse, there's like. It's like a voice says stop, and then there's like a little bit of a. It's not a breakdown. It's like a woo. It, it's it's a cool sound, uh, before the next section. All time. Stop. I like that a lot. Um, and then the kind of the later section of the song, there's just like the the tension starts to like build and build and build and instead of going into like the next like chorus he there's it's like an extended verse and then like a bridge and it's just kind of like this slow crescendo throughout the whole thing and i i uh yeah that's what i, I like that it's like as we've talked about before it's like it's like the song is fully like taking over your senses it's like enveloping you yeah um, and that's i really what I like too mm-hmm. it's like a big old blanket covering you up <laughs> it just keeps getting higher and higher and that like i love like that's why i like a couple songs off of kanye's album with the like jesus king is because like at some, some points it just like engulfs you in like serenation right. you know it's like damn right it's like there's this like escalation and then just suddenly you're like oh no cover um yeah, it's it's a good time. I I like this one. I think this is this is one of their bigger ones, especially off of this uh like off of this album. This is one of like the more popular songs on it. Um I think like in the like the band's lore somehow like like the pineapple has become like a symbol in like the subreddit and stuff. I haven't researched that much, but I know that that's like a thing. Is this Psych the movie? Oh. A TV show. What a good show, man. What a good show. It is. I've had pineapples uh, in every episode. That's why yeah. it reminded me of it. Every but. single one. And then on your second watch through, you're looking for them. Uh, you become Sean. <laughs> Sleuthing. Uh, Nick, do you have anything else? Or I guess, do either of you have anything else about pork soda before we transition? I don't think so. Uh, are, are, what channel did Psych come on? Because I know... Like, I watched it on Netflix. Okay. I watched it on USA. USA. Didn't Burn Notice come on USA too? Yes. Yeah. I just know, like, both of you guys think, love. I think this is the second reference to Burn Notice we've Dude, made. Dude, Burn on this Notice podcast. is the best TV show <laughs> it's ever. Um, it's just, it's <laughs> odd to me that you guys are like on the same page about these USA comedy shows. Dude, it's just it's no, not, they're not. Com- they're good shows. Okay, Burn Burn like comedy action. Comedy, bro. There was some comedy in the. Okay, but it was it was it, it was mostly like. That's like saying like NCIS is like a comedy show with a little bit of like action. Like Yeah, but it was better like, than NCIS like, ever could be. Yeah, no no. Psych Psych was a comedy. Psych was straight uh, up comedy. Yeah. Uh Burnos was like a serious like 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 just because it had comedy elements in it, right. it like it was not a comedy by any means. Gotcha. Nick, I promise you it's like the best thing I ever did. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> when That's I when good. I think Bruce Campbell and like that main dude. Yeah. I just yeah. Jeffrey Donovan, cutting up pretty good together. Dude, they're so oh, so good. All right, uh, that was our burn notice segment of the week. Yeah, <laughs> we stand. So yeah, then the next song, it, which is actually this one, Kane Sugar and Agnes, 
I know Agnes is like really popular, but I never really listened to them until I was listening to this album, and I actually like them. I was like, oh dang, I it took this to make me actually like listen fully to them and go like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Mama's Gun, it's a bit contentious. There's some contention about uh, whether or not it is, but I am in the camp that I think that it is about the woman the wearing the pink dress in the walker. Gotcha. On the cover. Interesting. Um, the arguments against, they don't hold up. I mean, the band hashtagged a picture of her with Mama's gun on the Tumblr, so okay. I feel like that's pretty definitive. Yeah. Uh, but I like the I like the intro to this one. There's yeah, this the this is a flute in the beginning. Yeah, yes, I, I I really like it. In the summer, took my gun and made him go. Yeah, and it was kind of one of the ones where I was just like, I'd listen to it, and then I also like the sound of the like in the summer sun outro section, and also the chorus, but I really like it in the outro. I was just like I would listen to it and it'd be like okay in the summer sun I was doing drugs okay I was getting violent and then you're like okay so not really sure what this one's about and then looking at the lyrics I didn't realize until I really dug into them that it's about like a schizophrenic woman who may or may not have killed her husband while uh, like on a bender uh, kind of nutty <laughs> interesting like I like it mentions a few people throughout the song, like a few names, like Dizzy Dan and something else. And then in my head, I was just like, "Oh, that's just the characters they're talking about." And then it's like, "Oh wait, no, that's like characters in her head she's talking to." <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I thought that was kind of a neat, real like understanding and like another layer to it. I was like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "I'm just gonna sit in." Uh, listen to him singing about the summer sun. <laughs> <And not. laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I like the song. It was a it, it was a decent one. I think that one and Cane Sugar are the ones I probably remember the least. Yeah, it was more yeah. like a. It seems like something you'd play like when, you get, when they go to Myrtle Beach and you're like walking through the medieval section. Some okay, I got medieval you. section of, of, like, Mur- of Myrtle Beach. Like, you know how there's a... Talking about, like, Adventure Quest? Kind of, dude. I used Magic to play... Quest? Magic yeah, Magic Quest. Quest. Dummy, bro. Oh Adventure my God. Qu- Wait, Adventure Quest was the was the online video game, wasn't it? I think so, actually. Yeah, now that you say that. Dude, I used to play that game so much, too. Playing Wizard 101? Oh, my gosh. No, Roberto it was, like a... was a huge Wizard 101 guy. Oh, my gosh. Back in like middle school. I never played Yeah, it. back in, like, middle school. I didn't either, but I know... I remember he did. Dude, um, Jesus. Bro, wow. Toontown? Dude, I used to play Toontown. <laughs> I played I a little Toontown. I used to play See, I never played any of those. Town. I just played like the cartoon. Wait, you never played Toontown? Nah, I, no, I, 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 did. Never, I never did that. I just... No, no, I was talking about Jamie. Talking about Jamie. No, I thought you yeah. just... Wait, why Why did you just bring it up then? I'm just naming things. Bro, I played Wet I was addicted to Toontown. Addicted. Jordan's an addict. Uh, I mean, it was Super Funny Flip, and then my account got deleted, so then I just changed it to Super Flip, and that's what... Cause it was just gen- it was just a regular generated name from like adjectives, and so it was just super flip. It was like what was like an <laughs> adjective and a verb or something. I don't even know. That game was goaded for. That's so kind of like a like three sixty when you used to get Xbox Live. It would make or you make a profile give you a gamer tag. Mine was germinating barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I changed it to Jamesinator. James. I had numbers after it too. That was what all of us was. Zach Shane. Jay yeah and then we then we changed um but i guess back on back on the album uh yeah so kane sugar is the one that succeeds mama's gun and that is the guy in the speedo mm. and it's basically just about like a coke dealer <laughs> who deals to like the the like uber wealthy mm. interesting and that's 
that's kind of him with with your what is it the chorus lines with your slick back hair 007 look I really dig the chorus of it. Uh, oh, and I wrote a note for myself to read the lyrics and look at me. I don't even have them pulled up. Um, look at this dude. But I like the uh, the like intro and then the bass drop that's in it. I oh. think this like this is the first one that hits like really hard to me. Um, and then in there's like between the bridge and the final chorus, there's like a little. It's like a, it's like, but, 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 it, it's really good too. I really like that. I like it enough that I wrote it down. I never understood what the chorus was to the, like I never understood the words he was saying. Yeah. Uh, but he said, steamrolled hair, look into the glare and pop it, brother. Slug like 007, man, you fly like Kim Jong rockets with your steamrolled hair. And that's what it says. <laughs> had no idea. Yeah, it's like, a, and then between the bridge and the chorus, it's like, man, you fly like Kim Jong, bum, 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 steam. And then it like drops back in. Really, I I really like anything in music where there's like a hard cut like that, and then a little, like one to two second like alteration, and then like it cuts right back in with the full instrumentation. Pretty much any genre of music, I really like stuff like that. So basically, what you would say to them is, "I like your cut, G." Yeah, I like your the your music cut, G. I like your cut, G. Yeah, I like your cut, G. And then I slap them. Uh, cut, G. So then there's kind of like, it's meant as like, Dave said it's kind of meant as like a break between, like from the music, but uh, how'd y'all like pre-made sandwiches? Best song in the album. Oh yeah, best song. Bars, that's right? Bars. Bars. This song, this this might have been the first Glass Animal song I'd ever heard because <laughs> Zach heard it from somewhere in like ninth grade, or I guess it would have to have been at least, wait, no, when were we? Oh, that was junior year, yo. Yeah. Oh, so, oh my god. Uh, so I guess it was like junior year. Yeah, but second half like, of junior or first half of senior. Oh, that's weird. Uh, but yeah, that was his like go-to meme song on the Ox. Was he would play pre-made sandwiches, <laughs> and like he'd play it in like parties over his mic and stuff like that. <laughs> that's just funny. So that may have been like the first exposure I ever had to Glass Animals. Um, and if you, like, I, I didn't write anything down, but if you actually look at the lyrics, it's kind of like, kind of makes you think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the note I had about it was that it was actually, uh, it was recorded live on like a New York city street. What? And so like, if you hear like background noise in it, it's actually like, you know, just New York. What the heck? And then I was like, whoa. So it's a critique about standing in lines for no reason and commercialism. It recorded live on the street of a city that has hella lines for commercialism. I was wow. like, whoa, that's crazy. Apparently, it's like the original cut of it was like, it's like pages and pages that Dave wrote that was like, uh, just like spoken word critique and stuff like that, just like rambling. And then they cut like a lot of it down, and it was also kind of like, you know, sped up and voice modulated and stuff like that. I like uh, what's he saying? It big dick and no soul. <laughs> big dick and no soul. Um, pants with four holes, old phones in one drawer. New set looks all big dick and no soul. New pants with four holes, old phones in one drawer. I dry pen something from a kindergarten and everything you didn't know you were looking for. People complain because they're my mind. People complain because they're losing their mind. People complain about standing in line. People standing in line they don't even know why. Five dry pens, something from a kinder egg. <laughs> 
Yeah. My man's spit. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Uh apparently like on the digital one it's like separated but uh on the physical version of the record it's at the end of cane sugar like they're combined oh okay um cane sugar so different wait a little different (laughs) (laughs) my bad my bad um yeah so then after that and that one doesn't have a character that one's just kind of i guess technically it's cane sugar because it's like at the end of it but Mm -hmm. um so then the next one is the other side of paradise which is the basketball player on the cover Mm. uh and it's my favorite track on the album i think it's it's one of mine for sure definitely really good yeah i like the i like the barking Kind of, it make it, like it feels a little like when uh, uh, DMX barks in his songs. So when when, when Pop Smoke does it, it's cheesy. <laughs> but when Glass Animals does it, uh, it's, it's a really this, it's cool like, style. Well, he's not growling. <laughs> growling, <Arr>. barking, <laughs> and it's not Same even barking. Difference. It's like it's a bunch of voices going ooh. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how to like. He does go. Yeah, it's a little. If they did that, it would be weird and throw me off for sure. Mm. I'm in her ear like, Grr. <laughs> uh, but the drop in the chorus hits every time I hear it. Indeed. Uh, the whole, actually, like the whole chorus, I really like it. I like the whole song throughout, but it's but if I'm thinking like notable enough to cut in, it's probably gonna be like the chorus sections. Um, I also like the bridge of the song a lot too, where it starts with like the do 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 do, and then he uh, the like I know you don't, but I still try. My thunder sugar, like all of that. It sounds really cool. And then that flowing into the uh the next chorus line. I think since I first heard it, that's like it's one of my favorite songs by them. I really like that song. Mm-hmm. The drop do be hitting kind of hard though. Yeah, I think it definitely is the hardest on that song on this album. Uh, 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 you guys have anything uh, else about uh, uh, the other side of paradise? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Okay, I, I'd uh, agree though. It it's one of the hardest hitting on the album. It's yummy. It's delectable. <laughs> Um, so the next one is take a slice and that is the, the like Asian girl at the bottom right of the album, mm-hmm. um, is the corresponding character. And I, I also, I really like this one. I think this one, other side of paradise, youth and poplar street might be my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I really like pork soda. That's probably my top five, uh, but I like the, like how, there's a lot of tension and darkness in like the beat and the like the just overall sound of this one. Yeah. Feels kind of feels kind of sleazy like the song act a like sultry. the lyricism. Yeah. Uh there's like a really good it's like a percussive hit and then there's like a little bit of a bass drop between the verses and the chorus. <laughs>
Yeah. Okay. And I really like those. I really dig those. I put that in my notes too. I think I, yeah. I put specifically between the third verse and the chorus. There's there's some like blown out, distorted drums that mm-hmm. I, I really like. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like variety on this track. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're, they're, as far as like the amount of instrumentation, and then also just like volume changes throughout the whole thing. There's a lot yeah. of there's a lot. It's a very uh, eclectic mix. Good production, man. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one that like can really sound like surround you in the sound. Yeah, if you kind of like tune into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the. Uh, it's throughout it, so there's not really like a specific section, but it's like the "I'm gonna sleep because you live in my daydreams." Oh, uh-huh. I like that. Whenever it's said, yeah, I, I it, this one's good throughout it. Um, I think he said, Dave, he said these are like the sleaziest lyrics he'll ever write, but it kind of, you know, it, it needed it for the album. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole song is a very like lust-driven tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, I like the, there's like, it's like a guitar solo. I mean, there's other stuff going on, but at like the end of it, it sounds really cool. I like the tone that they have on it. Um, do you guys have anything else for take a slice? Uh, no. All right. Uh, so the next one is Poplar Street, which I think was the most different for me as far as like what I thought it was about versus when you look at the lyrics and find out what it's actually about. I think it was the starkest contrast for me. Mm. Interesting. I was, I was pretty, okay. So it's about the woman in white, the like debutante looking woman (laughs) on the cover of the album to the right of the photographer. And so the intro, first off the intro guitar sounds a little like chili peppersy to me. Slightly. Yeah, and then the I rest mean, of the music comes in, and I'm like, okay, never mind. This isn't, you know, for Shanti. Um, but I, I like the it. music throughout it. Uh, but so I thought that it was like kind of like just a one sided romance kind of thing throughout the album. Um, mm-hmm. Or throughout the song, not the album. I meant track. I don't know why I said album. <laughs> uh, but then. Like you listen to it the whole way through and you're like, oh, you know, just another, just, you know, whatever on Poplar Street, da, 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 just kind of going through. And then, uh, the last line, it's, uh, the last hook of the, the song is, uh, one night Mrs. Moore, who's like the character that the narrator has been seeing throughout the song. called collect to me like she called me from jail and said i don't love you anymore and she and she ceased to be and then you realize that it's like oh no it's like a like a pedophile kind of thing like he's an actual like a boy and like talking about being just another boy on poplar street isn't saying like just another guy like another like like 14 or 15 year old boy so it's not just like a cougar it's like a pedophile kind of thing jesus christ and then you're like, whoa. So yeah, takes, song takes on a whole... Because I thought it was just like a one-sided like cougar kind of thing. And then... Yeah, me too. And then you like read like, she called collect me. And you're like, oh wait, like like a collect call? Like a like a jail call? Uh, and then broke it off. And the narrator starts to spiral. And you're like, oh no, it's like an adult and a child. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of nutty. Good. Yeah, you're like, oh but I like Poplar Street. It's 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 a good sounding one. The the music's good throughout it. 
Yeah, it's a little bit uh, slower, and it's kind of it's almost a little too distorted for me. Um, yeah, it's pretty far down that like that rabbit hole. Yeah, it's 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 pretty distorted. But uh, I could see it, man. I really I like the guitar. Speaking at me. Yeah, I think it's probably got some of the best guitar on the uh, the entire album. Yeah. Any other any other thoughts about Poplar Street? Uh no, I just really didn't like that one that much. I gotcha. Um, well then, yeah, I guess we'll we'll hop on over to the the last track with uh, Agnes, which is about the photographer at the center of the album cover, and that that's the last character. Okay. Um, and it sounds like really cool and like dreamlike, but like I think it's like some of the darkest lyrics on the entire album. Um, I don't and think... apparently, this is uh, Dave's favorite song that he's written. Oh, wow. interesting. He said I like when like I like when people have favorite songs mm-hmm. because then it's like it's like oh you have your own thing because you know a lot of people don't ask like artists or what like their favorite thing is because I don't know maybe fear of being like oh I don't like this dude's song as much as he does I don't know I yeah. just I, I I think it's interesting whenever you. Uh, find artists or you know artists favorite songs right yeah that's that's so i kind of made a note of that because i think it's the same thing it is kind of a weird thing where like because i would ask that like of everyone yeah but but then like there's also people who are like well i don't want to like influence other people's favorite songs by saying this is in my opinion the best song i've made and stuff like that but I also appreciate people who are like straight up they're like yeah i think this is the best one i made <laughs> i peaked with this one <laughs> yeah like it's kind of a, it's the more like genuine answer to be like because everyone has like a favorite of theirs to like you know whether it be play or that you've written stuff like that like yeah. everyone has it um so i was even yeah this is a he said this is his favorite one and he said it was also like one of the hardest ones to write um because the song's about it's like a depiction of someone who's watching their friend like succumb to drug abuse to cope with like anxiety and stuff and then they kill themselves yeah so it's kind of like just watching that like slow decay of like you know what once was this like happy radiant like beacon of light just like get more and more into the addiction of like in the throes of drug addiction and depression and then like committing eventually committing suicide Mm mm-hmm Jeez. Um, yeah, I, I think somehow I didn't read the lyrics to this one. I, I just skimmed through them. It is pretty yeah, good. I like the when I when I said earlier that there were only two songs you could really consider to be kind of sad on the album. I was thinking about this one and um, and and youth. And youth isn't really sad; it's just kind of nostalgic. Yeah, but there is it makes you feel that wistfulness that nostalgia does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'll I'll listen to this one again after we wrap up the episode because it's, it's I think I just forgot to read the lyrics to this one. Yeah, it's a uh, it's good. It, um, verse two is. Uh... and everything a genius of love and loneliness and this time you overdid the liquor this time you pulled the fucking trigger these days you're rolling all the time solo you it's i'm pretty sure in the that's the lyrics when i'm pretty sure it says these days you're holding all the time uh solo you keep getting high where went that cheeky friend of mine where went that billion dollar smile 
guess life is long when soaked in sadness on borrowed time from Mr. Madness. And so it goes, a choking rose back to be reborn. I want to hold you like you're mine. And then it says Agnes. Um, yeah, it, it was a, it was a little bit of a sadder song. Yeah, uh, and just kind of listening to the, like, just purely based on the music, you can tell you're like, I'm not sure why this is sad, but I think I'm supposed to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just don't think, uh, again, yeah, I, I, I respect sad songs, but again, it's not something I want to like listen right. to all right. the time. Um, I think overall, I think my favorite tracks were Cane Sugar Youth and Life Itself, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think just for a little, uh, you know, coming back. Yeah. Vic really likes Life Itself. That might be her favorite off this album. Cane. Mm. Um, I, I, I forgot to say more about cane sugar than I wanted, but mm-hmm. like, I just like I, I like the bass drop in that, and I like yeah. the I forget what it like it's saying, but it says like these funny words. It's like it's like hub or something. I don't know. I got you. you know you know do you you know that part? It's like towards the end, kind of. It's like uh, yeah, that one. There's a lot of like a really it's like hard to poppy, copy, whoppy, copy, choppy, whop, like that kind of. Oh, in the bridge where it's just him saying "steamrolled hair, look into the glare and pop it, brother." Yes. Like, He's oh, like, yeah. Look at the pop it, I I don't know. Obviously, that's the first time. Like, I've only listened to the song a couple times. So, yeah. And they said that. So, uh, so the way, especially that they made like Zaba was they started with beats, and then he just wrote lyrics that kind of went along with the beats that they made. Yeah. Um. But this album, were like lyrics first and like stories first, and then apparently, but this is the exception to that where this one started as a beat. And then they like liked it and took it around. I think he it said he said something like he this was one of the beats that he made like to like present to Joey Badass to be like you know what do you want to use, and then this was just kind of like left over, and they were like you know what no let's do something with this. And I said you know give me that beat real quick. What it is. Yeah, but it's a good one. I like it. Aw. Um. Yeah, so that's all the specifics I have. Do you, do either of y'all have anything else you want to say before we rate this beach? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, well, I guess I can go, and then Nick, and then Jordan, you will announce next week's. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. It's impressive. I think... I really, really like this one, uh, but I also really like Dreamland, so I'm going to give this one a 9 out of 10. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'll give it a... Um, uh, I'll give it a 6.5. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't throw it on all the time, but I did enjoy it uh, more than I was anticipating. Gotcha. I was a, I was a big fan of youth... Uh, season two, episode three is pretty good. Uh, Take a slice, Poplar Street, and the other side of paradise. Gotcha, Jordan. What is your verdict? Um, I also give it a six and a half. Okay. Yeah, I I did like the electronic e side of it, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think all there like I like most of the songs on there, but some of them were just kind of like I would just never listen to. Um, gotcha. A little not not as hard hitting as I'd want. Yeah. But all yeah. right. Well, that well, that brings the average to seven point three three, which I believe ties it for fifth or sixth, depending on if we count uh, guest episodes or not. Gotcha. Um, and it is tied with Earth Tones. Oh, cool. Just under Alt J, and <laughs> just above Lawrence. So it's sandwiched by our guest episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so well then, what what will we be gracing our ears with next week, Jordan? So, I was, I'm going to go easy on... Actually, no, I'm not going to go easy on... I'm going to go easier on you guys <laughs> than I wanted. But I think I'm going to do uh, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon album. Okay, that's uh, that the... that's Pop Smoke's like posthumous album, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's like the newest one, right? The what? The like newest one. Yes. Well, I guess obviously it's posthumous. It should have like at least a couple more songs that you guys like. 
I guess, vibe to a little bit more. Wait, how many songs are on this album? Um, a lot. <laughs> it's 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 an hour long album. There's 19 songs. Okay. But most of the, some of the songs are like, uh, like two minutes to three minutes. So that's yeah. just why there's so many. Okay. It's only one four minute song. Jeez. Wait, which one is that? Too snitching. I don't even like that. Anyways, I, I didn't give pre uh uh. I didn't give my opinion on a song before I actually uh said anything. <laughs> of course not. Anyways, um. Yeah, so that out. Stars <laughs> aim for the moon. Shoot for the star. I aim for the moon. I shoot it in the out. Cause people know that I'm woo. Do, do you know if uh do you know if Dupta ever checked it out, Jordan? After you gave her the recommendation. I don't know, bro. I need to email her. I I'd probably get rid up or something. Honestly, if you actually listen <laughs> to that music. I I don't know. I like. Can you do that in college? Like no, but I feel like I feel like this is like hell. Like she would never respect me as like professional like not even that she does already you know i'm probably i somehow i'm always the kid that's like the funny guy to the teachers you know they're like oh yeah he's just that weird funny guy or something that weird maybe maybe not even funny just a weird guy this is our first repeat artist yeah oh is it oh yeah. is it jamie and i were just talking the other day we were like we were like huh i wonder like i, I wonder who's gonna pick the first repeat yeah. We're, Sorry, we're I really wanted to do his. I really wanted you guys to listen to his first album too, but I know if you guys didn't like that one, I'm I'm gonna do his first album at some point, so it'll be the first okay, triple we'll the trilogy. Well, but, I mean, maybe maybe because uh, we 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 have a lot of artists, we could throw in a lot of repeat albums. We might get the triple before. <laughs> that, I don't know. That is Who's true. gonna get the first hat trick? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll choose it for my next album. So then I literally <laughs> have to. I literally will get the hat trick. No, I'm just oh, dang, we might have to we have to we might have to shake up December then. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah. Alright. Well yeah, so then I guess we can go ahead and I I'm gonna be honest, the only thing I've been listening to has been just going between the Glass Animal albums. And then podcasts for like the last week. That's all I've been listening to. Impressive. Interesting. Uh I uh, think I, I, gonna... I've uh Got into some Lord this week. Her album Melodrama, pretty good. Um, Margot Price's new live album, also very good. And uh, listen to a little Radiohead, so, some more Sturgill, some Tyler oh, Childers. So you, you've been some, in it this week. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, yeah been pretty. I wouldn't say good vibes. They're they're a little moody vibes, but um, yeah, but good music, good music. Gotcha. I would, uh, I just looked at my music that I've been listening to, and I have literally added nothing since last week. Okay. Um, I'm getting into a mood where I'm just, I think I added a bunch of songs at the same time, and I like to listen to them for a while before I, like, move on. Or I'm still finding new music, but I just haven't found a lot yet. So, so it's because I added so many, I just, like, cycle them weekly but still listen to all of them. So it's like taking me a while to like, you know, get tired of them. But mm. pretty much the same thing as last week too. Our music's going to get real wild when we're done with finals. Oh it's yeah. Not, it, it probably won't change. Well, <laughs> it might change. I'll be less it's stressed. Not. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not like you, Jamie, where I have a, uh, whatever it's called. What? Rotation. Yeah. Or Christmas Jamie? rotation. I don't have a Christmas rotation. I don't. I, don't I mean, I mean a seasonal that much. Se- seasonal, seasonal. I got you. Rotation. Seasonal. Um. All right, well, I guess do we want to any any final thoughts before we take her home? Gentlemen? I don't think so. I liked sugarcane a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. Cane sugar. Cane sugar. Whoops. This is. I wasn't looking there. at the song, so I just tried to remember it. Gotta make the. Gotta make some paper and maps, boys. Sure. 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 All right, uh, well, then we just wanted to say thanks again for listening this week. And remember to tune in next week where we're going to be taking a look at Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the, Aim moon, for the moon by Pop Smoke. I also didn't uh, – sorry, what? sorry. I forgot to say one more thing. I also didn't uh, – there's, there, there's a deluxe album. Do we, Are we doing the deluxe one? No. Okay. I would not do that to you. 
So the standard album, not the deluxe album. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay. I, just wanted, I just wanted to be known that there was a... So then make sure for next week that you listen to the Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon standard edition by Pop Smoke. <laughs> uh, be sure to give it a listen so you can kind of have your own thoughts and mentally join in the discussion with us a little bit. Um, you know, feel free to leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album on YouTube, or you can also tweet them at us. We are on Twitter at at list up podcast. I've been saying it wrong every episode until now. Um, but that account as well as our personal handles will be in the description of wherever you found this episode. Um, for now, we'll catch you next week and remember to listen up. Listen up.